Good morning, everyone. Hey, turn to the person next to you and say, it's good to see you this morning. And while you're at it, I want you to do this. I, 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 I love what Jess did earlier today with the song, like joy. Hey, everyone do this and do it to someone around you. Yeah, it's a bit of a cool thing, joy, right? All right, so I'm going to get straight into it. Um, if we can bring that up. Oh, awesome. I'm waiting. Ah, there we go. Ah, 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 ah. No, that's the last few slides. How do we go right to the beginning? Ah, there we go. All right. So this is my main point for today. Okay, we're going to read in the count of three. Don't read the top part, Joy, but we're going to read this bottom statement in yellow. One, two, three. But rather what happens in and through us. So just recently, we uh, had to renew the passport on my middle child. And so if you know anything about um, kids and getting them to do the passport photo, it is a very traumatizing experience for the parent. <laughs> um, and so it was my middle child, she's five years old, her name is Manaya, and so my wife had arranged to go take her to the post office um, to get this photo done. So as we, as, so my wife says, as we get to the post office, talking to Manaya, saying, hey, it's gonna be all right, you're gonna take the photo, but you're not allowed to smile. Something switched in my daughter's head and just, she just started crying. She just started crying and my wife's like, I don't know what's wrong. My wife's texting me, he's like, I don't know what's happening. I'm like, I don't know, just take the photo and walk out. I don't know what, what's, what seems to be the problem. So for the next few minutes, my wife is now trying to bribe my five-year-old daughter to not smile, trying to give her milkshakes, trying to offer her a new Barbie, and she wouldn't budge. She wouldn't do anything of the sort to, to actually listen to the instructions and not smile. So they had a bit of a timeout because uh, by then my daughter was just crying. She was really upset. The guy who's taking a photo is like, this is awkward, screaming child. They have everyone else trying to pay their bills behind them. So they disappeared. They went, had a bit of a timeout, and then my wife began to explain to her again, okay, it's just a quick little photo. only takes one second. As soon as you get there, you can smile all you want. Now, as soon as you get there, don't smile. So she tried to play this little game with her. All right, cool. They get back to the post office, line up again, and I swear this guy at the post office is like, oh, not this lady and her crying child again. So they get to the front. Manaya's there. Ready? One, two. Just cries and cries and cries. It's like, oh, my goodness. My wife's now just absolutely traumatized, let alone my daughter. But the next day, again, yeah, that's right. We had to go back the next day, right? So we didn't even take the photo. The next day, I spoke to my daughter, and I said to her, I said, sweetheart, why were you so upset? What, like, I don't understand. Like, you take photos all the time, you know, little photogenic little person. And she says, because they told me not to smile. Oh, broke my heart. Telling a child not to smile. It, 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 for, for this particular child of mine, it means the world to her. She doesn't know what it means, like, to be upset or to be sad all the time. So... I convinced her, and then they went to the post office. They took the photo, but she cried before she took the photo, and this is what the photo looked like. <laughs> I know, I know. Her passport just came back, and they accepted that photo, so <laughs> that's a good thing, right? I don't know. But this is what she's normally like. See the point of difference, right? Like, there's, there's a difference when, when you're told not to do something, but... Her natural tendency is to be joyful. 
to be joyful. Um, John Piper says this beautiful quote about what joy means to him. And he says, joy in terms of the Christian context and for those who are uh, you know, of, of, of faith and, and, and believers, joy for us is, is, is grounded in, um, in God. And what he says here is Christian joy is a good feeling in the soul. Everyone say, mmm. No, that's not your tummies rumbling because I am hungry as well. But say it's a good feeling in the soul produced by the, what does it say? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ where? In the word and in the I want everyone to say, ah, ah, very interesting. Who here knows uh, these two characters? Yep, so let's start with the one on the left, uh, this, uh, this lovely pretty lady here. What's her name? Does anyone remember? Oh, wow, wow, what a coincidence, right? And uh, I remember watching this movie Inside Out, brilliant movie if you haven't seen it. Um, but obviously her character, she's named, she, her emotion or emoji is Joy. Now, I just learned this uh, just recently. If you type into Dr. Google, what is the emoji for joy? This is the emoji for joy. The one on the right. I know. I've been using that emoji like the wrong way. I thought it was like laughing. It's like, ha, 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 ha. I'm in so much pain. But it's actually the joy emoji. So that's just a bit of a fact. Someone can fact check me a bit later. Um, again, things that stimulate or, or provoke joy in me. Everyone knows what that movie on the left is? Trolls, yeah. I was going to play the song, yeah, I got this feeling, but then I was like, no, but then it'll cause me to dance, and then I'll get kicked out of this church forever. Anyway, babies, babies give us so much joy, right? All the parents, mmm, when they're still like that, right? Yeah, that's right. At the moment, I'm not having so much joy because um, our little baby just keeps crawling into our bed. So joy, sleep, doesn't even add up in my household. I love what Paul says here. He says, but when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he will produce this kind of fruit in us, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Why do I even put this up? Well, according to John Piper, it's something that stirs from within us, right? That God creates this, this feeling of joy, and it's controlled by the Holy Spirit. Often when we talk about control, uh, it's not a good thing, right? When we think, okay, someone's controlling me and controlling my life. But when I think about joy, it's a feeling that I, that I cannot control. It's something that happens in me and through me, not something created by me. So joy is quite a challenging concept because we think happiness is joy and joy is happiness. It's actually two complete different things. So this morning, I'm going to go through an acronym, very short and sweet. Is that all right? Yeah, very good. Okay, so... The first point, to, so it's based off the acronym JOY, so the first letter is Jesus. So I truly believe, and someone can argue me, you can argue with me afterwards, but JOY, the centerpiece of JOY is Jesus. Can we say amen to that? Absolutely. Everyone say, aha. Aha, right? JOY is Jesus, right? Because as a Christian, as a believer, um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put our faith-believing community um, on, on check here, like... You, you cannot be joyful without Jesus. That's just a clear statement, right? And so with Jesus, this is like the value of this is that he is the center of our joy. 
Joy is the fact that Jesus is right in the center of it. He is that person that's stirring our heart, our goodness of our soul to go, hey, I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm joyful in all circumstances because Jesus is the center of my joy. There is no one else who has the power to save us, for there is only one name to whom God has given authority by which we must experience salvation, the name of Jesus. Why is this uh, passage important? Well, it's simply important because of this. When you have Jesus in your life, you have joy in your life. But when you have Jesus in your life, you understand the power of that joy in your life. It's a saving, grace-saving power, right? Understanding in our Christian journey that without Him... Nothing is possible, right? We are here, simply here, because of Jesus' saving power. And this is demonstrated in the cross, as in his resurrection, but also of his soon return. So why is this important? Well, just last week, a group of our pathfinders from the South Brisbane region uh, attended this uh, campery. And I got great news from, the camp, uh, from, our, from our particular pathfinder leaders that a handful of our kids had decided to be baptized. Let's put our hands together for that, right? And it wasn't just the kids of the particular club that, that I sort of belong to, but kids from all the other different types of clubs. Why is this so important? Why is this J, Jesus, linked to this? These kids have made a decision to follow Jesus. They've chosen Jesus as the saving power. And by understanding and choosing that, they are impacted by joy. It's a joyful decision, right? Whenever a soul or a person makes a decision to follow Christ, it's, a, it, it's definitely a joyful decision or occasion when we see young kids and young babies being dedicated because, it, again, we understand we are dedicating them to God for service. So, oh, everyone say, oh, say others. We're almost done. The sermon's almost over. How awesome is that, right? Others, when you have joy in your life, you have Jesus. And when you have Jesus in your life, we are compelled to serve others. It's a byproduct. It's a byproduct. The byproduct of being able to have Jesus in our lives is that we serve and we live for others. Jesus demonstrates this. I want us to read this particular passage, and, and, and if you can see, I've highlighted, um, I've underlined a few key phrases there. But let's read together. One, two, three. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Others. Everyone say others. Okay, so the first phrase I've underlined, there's about four words. Can we read that out loud? One, two, three. Went about all Galilee. You see, when it comes to serving others, it's actually about Jesus, but more so if we can flip this, and it's about us going out and serving others. We could flip it and go, hey, and Jesus went about all of Springwood, or Rochdale, or Mount Cravat, or Logan, or Brisbane. And there's a few things that Jesus does here, which I believe that we all can contribute to. He's teaching, he's preaching, he's healing. Those are the key words I've underlined. But the thing that I love about joy and how it stirs me, it says, it's this last uh, line that I've underlined. Can we read that, please? One, two, three. Among the people. 
You see, when you have Jesus in your life, the first big J, we are then compelled to serve others. When we compelled to serve others, we are then among the people. What does that look like to have joy? This week I was fortunate enough, um, so I'm a high school chaplain um, at a state high school. And so there was a cluster of us high school chaplains and primary school chaplains of state schools that got together and said, let's create a sports camp. And the aim of the sports camp is really to use the vehicle of sport to share the gospel of Jesus to unchurched kids. Now, the majority of the kids who were there, there was about 60 kids, but the majority of the kids were unchurched kids, kids who have no faith, no, no belief in, in Christ whatsoever. They may be associated by either their grandparent or someone long down the family line was a Christian at some point. But we use this opportunity to say, hey, how do we get amongst the people? We have joy in our lives, us as chaplains who were able to put this uh, camp together. But we're out there going, hey, how do we give these kids a unique opportunity to see Christ? If this doesn't relate to you, maybe, maybe rethink of where you can serve others in your community. Maybe you're a mother who belongs to a mother's group. I only say that because my wife attends a lot of mother's group. And we often have these conversations. It's like, well, you can be an influence wherever you are. Perhaps where you work. Maybe that's an opportunity to serve people in your workplace or where you study, whether you be at school or uni or whether you just be in your community. You see, what I love about Jesus and what I, what I love about this topic of joy is that Jesus doesn't expect to be served. His desire is that he can serve others. And that's the model of joy, right? Because it says here in, in, um, in Matthew, for even the Son of Man did not come expecting to be served, but to serve and give his life in exchange for the salvation of how many? Many. J. Jesus, O others, why is you? I want you to turn to the person to your left, to your right, in front of behind and say, he's talking about you. He's talking about you this morning. He's talking about you this morning. We experience the big Jesus, right? That's like, for me, this is my little formula. I cannot have joy if Jesus is not at the center of my, of my life, my thoughts, and on my heart. And because of that, when I accept him, I believe him, I fully all in with Jesus, I go, now I want to be compelled to serve others. But in order to do that, I have to be a carrier of joy. Are you a carrier of joy? Because often the, the, the part that gets really tricky is this last part. It's like, yes, Jesus is awesome. Yeah, I love the idea. I'm going to serve others. But how about yourself? Do you carry joy in every circumstance in your life? It's a challenging concept. But I believe that we have the ability because Christ gives us the ability through the Holy Spirit. It says here, your lives... Li Actually, let's read this together because I love this verse and especially this version. One, two, three. Okay, let's just put a pause there. You guys are reading and are like, your lives light up the world. Like, do you believe this? This is the word of God we're talking about. Like, this is Christ speaking to you and to me this morning. He's saying that your life is valuable. He's saying that your life is, uh, is, is intentional. 
He's saying that your life is significant. So let's read that again. And I'm going to flip it. I'm not going to, you know, change the word, the, the word of God. But flip it in, in, in the sense of this. It's say, I want you to say, my life lights up the world. Can we read that? Can we, can we do that? Ready? One, two, three. Ooh, did you get the little warm fuzzies? Right? Okay, let's continue reading. One, two, three, four. How can you hide a city that stands? So don't hide your life. Wait, read that again. One, two, three. And again. Turn to the other person and say, stop hiding your light. <laughs> Why? Why does Christ say this? He says, let it shine brightly before who? Before others. There's the others word again, right? It says, so that your commendable works will shine as light upon them, but the kicker is coming. And then they will give their praise to who? Your Father in heaven. Does the praise go to you because of the good things that you've done? No. True joy is that as you go about your day, you carry this joy in your life. And people see that in all circumstances. They will be able to go, wow, this is amazing. This person, whatever it is, there's something different about this person, right? We get the thanks, but God gets the praise. People say, thank you so much for being who you are. But we definitely know deep down inside, it's like, you know what? The praise goes to God. And this is what it's like to be a carrier of joy. Um, I'm going to try this demonstration. <laughs> So, this is the demonstration. So, this ball is going to represent joy, okay? Right? So, as, 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 as we come to a close, this ball is going to represent joy. This is something that's precious to us. This is something that we hold on to. It's dear to us. We got Jesus. We're doing the others thing. You know, we're, we're a carrier of joy. And so, whatever we do, we always want to make sure that this is so close to us because it's valuable, right? It's precious to us. So we do whatever it takes to hold on to it. But often, this is not the reality of life, right? It would be amazing if all we, all we had was just joy and Jesus. Like, this is amazing. That's heaven, right? But until then, the reality is there are going to be different situations and circumstances in our life. We're going to represent red. Red's not a bad color. This is the only odd color ball that I had. But often, when we go through joy in our life, we know that there are other things that are in play as well. It's like, ooh, okay, now I have joy, but I also have this challenge. I don't know what that challenge is. You can give it a name. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's, maybe it's relationships. It's like, ooh, I have a challenging relationship. What is this? And often where we're trying to go, okay, now we're doing a bit of a juggling act. Okay, I can keep this one for now. All right, maybe the priorities shift, but joy's still here. I still got it. Yep, this, this relationship is challenging. Okay, I can, I can, I can you know, delay for a little bit, but as long as I keep my eye on joy, it'll be okay. But you're probably thinking, well, that's easy, two balls. That's not life, right? Life is when you have more challenges and more situations. So what do you do? Well, as long as you keep your eyes on, 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 on joy, right? It'll fix it, right? But if you don't have your eye on joy, you're forever trying to get everything in balance. 
what's well, not working? Wait, I need to focus on joy, but this distraction over here, oh, that looks... But what I love about what joy is in the context of our Christian faith is that we can have joy in all circumstances. How do we do that? We allow God to create that in us. We allow God to work in and through us. Because when it's, it's never going to be in balance, right? But it's learning to appreciate and say, you know what? With God, with joy, with Jesus, it is possible. So I'm going to try and juggle. It's not going to represent my life. If I drop it, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. You can clap. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. It's actually, I shouldn't be juggling that way because I'm blinded by the light. But that's life, right? You're always trying to focus on, on joy and go, where's joy? Okay, it's there. All right. I have a difficult relationship, a difficult um, situation at home or amongst my family, but I'm going to keep my eyes focused on joy because I know with joy, everything will be okay. Now, thank you. Yes, I'll hire you any day. Now, I, I, I know if you're anything like me, you're like a smart aleck. You're like, oh, yeah, try four balls then. Well, I've got a fourth ball. No, I'm not going to juggle. I'll let you go. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. Just, okay, just two seconds. <clears throat> All right. So does anyone know how to juggle four ball? There's a secret to this, right? It's actually not crossing over. So if people think you've got to cross it over, you actually don't cross over. You have to juggle two balls in each hand independently. Oh, oh. If there's anything you learned from the sermon, it's like that. that I learned that Pastor Ray said, yeah, two hands, different, different situations, right? So this is not a reflection on my joy. Please don't judge me. But I'm going to try. I'm blinded by these spotlights. It's all right. I'm going to try. So this one's a bit lighter. This is my <clears throat> baby's juggling ball. So, uh, oh, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I knew, I knew I went wrong. All right. Okay. All right, I need some encouragement. <clears throat> oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Joy, yes. So here's, here's how I want to finish our, 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 our chat today. Joy, Jesus, others, you. Be a carrier, right? So I started off by saying joy is not what happens to us, but rather what happens in and through us. The song that um, these awesome kids are going to sing, um, the words are going to be on the screen. So if you know this song, you can sing along. But it basically says, you don't have to worry and don't you be afraid. Joy comes in the morning. Troubles, they don't last always. For there's a friend in Jesus who will wipe your tears away. And if your heart is broken, lift your hands and say. Um, and basically the essence of the song is that our lives, or my life, I'm going to speak from my personal experience, is in God's hands. May you experience Jesus. May you be compelled to serve others. And may you be a carrier of joy today in Jesus' name. Amen.